You're listening to You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. Call us at 855-50-U-TALK. We've got a great show happening today. All kinds of stuff going on. We're going to get to some calls. We're going to get to some text messages. You never know what's going to happen when you're listening to this crew. Hey, guys. You never know. That's exactly the theme of our show. It's called You, you Never, never know. know. Not You, you Talk Anymore. That's true, because you don't, especially being with you two guys. I never know what you're going to do and what you're going to say, and even some of the practical jokes you're going to play on me. In fact, you're talking about people sending us texts, and we've received one from someone named Kim recently, and it's a doozy. She says, I have a friend who is fascinated with death. He wears black and wonders what it would be like to die or kill someone. I don't think he is a violent person. Should I try to help him? What should I do? You know, when people use the words die or kill and they think about that, that's normally a warning sign. Because, you know, whenever they have these mass shootings and these troubled, you know, guys, and, you know, the first thing that always happens is like, you know, they were writing things on Facebook about killing and dying and having nightmares and fantasies about, you know, killing people. And so, you know, even though she says he's not a violent person, I, I don't know, I, I have some concerns about that. I do too. Um, but I knew someone in high school, I actually met uh, this kid uh, when we were sophomores, and he was a lot like that. He always wore death. He always wrote these like really gruesome poems about killing people and like what it would be like to die and just watching it happen. And I finally asked him one day because he scared everybody at the school. And I was like, why? What? What's your fascination with death? And he said, well, It's just something I like to do to stand out and be different. I don't really want to kill anybody. I just wanted something to make me different. But I don't know. That's not always the case. Sometimes they really are wanting to hurt someone. So you should make sure that you talk to them and just find out. And if they are wanting to really hurt someone, you should have them get help. Yeah, I think, Kim, take this seriously. I, I I say help him cautiously because it is serious and you don't know. You don't know if he's like Katie's friend who – or classmate, I should say, not friend – who was just trying to get attention to feel special or whether it's something that he's – really serious about and if he's really a friend you know hopefully you can ask some of these questions about like hey how come you think that way and and maybe he has other friends or maybe you know some of his other friends and it might not be a bad idea to just make sure he has friends period because i think that's another sign that you always hear on the news it's like the people that are always shooting up schools and killing people are ones that are loners oh yeah the loner thing or bullied and so um just make sure that there's not something going on like maybe even with your friend's family that's causing him to have these thoughts Hey, guys, yeah. I think we need to uh, talk with our, our own Dr. Josh, uh, a psychologist who uh, has a specialty working with youth. Uh, we've got him on the line right now. Josh, how do you weigh in on, on a text message like this, and, and what do we tell Kim? Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, Thanks for bringing me in on this. I, I definitely agree that anytime anybody starts talking about death, is it could be a warning sign, and we want to take it seriously for the safety of everybody uh-huh. involved. Okay. One of the things that I heard them say in that text is that they were thinking about death and what it would be like to die, and then also what it would be like to kill other people. So there's really two pieces going in play here, where one is more of that idea of suicide of killing themselves, and then the other is a potential homicide and killing others. You know, I, I liked the comment that when you said about that sometimes people do say things in part for what's sometimes called the shock value or to be unique. Okay. And really, at the end of the day, don't we all want to feel special? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I do. we want to feel loved. And I think that that's 
really a key idea of how to help people in a lot of different issues is it's really important to make everybody feel loved and to feel special. And one thing that I think is important to talk about here is stigma. Do you know what stigma is, especially with mental health issues? Hmm. Stigma. Um, yeah, unpack it for us, Dr. Josh. You know, when we, we think of things like mental illness, especially when you get into talk about death and, and violence, stigma is the idea that there's something not good about you because you have this issue. Historically, we've had all sorts of ways of stigmatizing people, but when we have more stigma, people aren't going to seek help. And it gets back to that idea of if we stigmatize a problem, that's really putting somebody at a less than status. And we really don't want to do that. Again, that makes them feel not loved and not special. Yeah. Got it. So in this conversation, yeah, just because somebody's saying they're thinking about death, sometimes and oftentimes they get pushed off to the side that adds to the stigma, that adds to the loneliness, and that actually makes it more likely for problems to happen either to be self-destructive or other destructive. Whoa, okay. Because no one really wants to feel like an outcast or that there's something wrong. Exactly, right. So the more that you can actually embrace the other individual when there's problems, that's when we need our community surrounding us and cheering us on, not backing away going, oh, I'm scared of you. But it's really easy so to just do that. the opposite of how we mm-hmm. might normally respond is what you're saying. Right. Okay. Right. Exactly. And and you guys were talking about the, the a lot of the news stories about school shootings yeah. and, and mm-hmm. public shootings. Mm-hmm. And that is in our consciousness. And it is a threat. It's significant. But the thing that I think is important to remember is most people with mental illness are not violent. Okay. Most people who have a thought like this won't actually hurt somebody else. That doesn't mean we don't take it seriously and we don't need to intervene because that, that's obviously absolutely important. But for instance, somebody who is suicidal is not likely to hurt somebody else. They're really interested in hurting themselves. Okay. Okay. So when we get to that idea of you're talking about death and we're talking about potential violence and, and stigma, we really want to see what's the good in the person and try and attach to that as much as possible, building our empathy for them, which makes our willingness to help them more. But then that also can help them feel better about themselves and okay. recognize that, wow, somebody cares about me and maybe there's a reason to keep going. Okay. What you're talking about, Josh, I think is, and you and I have talked about this before, is, is the concept of coping and then having hope. And that's really, I exactly. hear you saying, is offering them hope, which is in turn going to help them cope. Yep. You know, the other thing with this is a lot of people really want to help and they're not sure how. And these ideas of making somebody feel loved and special is great. And bringing them into kind of the fold of community is really what everybody's role is. It's not necessarily to be the one to determine, are you dangerous to yourself or to somebody else? If, if you have any sense of concern about somebody, you want to connect them to a professional, connect them to an adult, the school counselor, something like that. They will help make sure they get a proper assessment from a professional standpoint, and then you don't have to take that burden on. So don't be afraid of connecting somebody to um, resources, but really surround them with love. Good word, Josh. Yep. Thanks. Hey, we appreciate you being part of the Utah crew, and uh, thanks for being on the line with us right here and, and giving Kim some solid advice, and we'll be talking with you soon. Great. Thanks for having me. Don't go anywhere. We've got a lot more to come. Get into the world of Utah Radio. The number one eight five 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 zero Utah. 